Okay, good morning everyone. So we are going to get to the bottom of the... Uh, we've, yesterday we focused on two teachings. One of them was the, the din of Rabbah. That Rabbah says that if... Um, let's read the words right. He says the... Uh, if you can't do something one after the other, in other words, if you can't marry one sister and then another, if you try to marry both, that's a defective proposal. Uh, even though had you married one, it would be okay. But since you're doing something that uh, won't work one after another, that was, that was one of yesterday's rules. But the second rule we had was that marriage is about eventually consummating the marriage. And if the proposal, when you make your kedushin, is in such a way that it'll be impossible to ever live with that woman because you don't even know which one it is or it's uh, somebody forbidden, so then it's not a marriage. That's what he said, kedushin she'enen imsur in libia, a marriage which will not uh, be possible uh, to take the woman as a wife is not a marriage. And so the question is, now the Gemara is going to finish up on that rule uh, to see whether that rule stands. Uh, let's start five lines from the bottom. Toshma. Shnaim Shikichu, we're on uh, 51b. Shnaim Shikichu Shteachios, two brothers, I'm sorry, not two brothers, two people get engaged to two sisters. And they couldn't tell the sisters apart, so they don't know which one, which one's mine, which one's yours. Okay. Now, obviously, you can't marry a sister because maybe the other guy got the sister. Uh, maybe the other, the other sister's your wife. So now the women are stuck too because they, they don't know who their husband is. So each husband has to give then no sin shnegitim, then no sin shnegitim. And let's say Shnaim Shikichu, two people. They, don't, they also don't know which one is their wife. Right. So according to this, if you don't know who your wife is, then you could never have relations with a woman. And so then the marriage proposal shouldn't work. A marriage proposal has to, according to, uh, to this rule of... of um, of uh, Rav, that it's not Kedushin, Masur, and Labia. So Lumar answers, let's give an answer we gave in, in several cases yesterday. So maybe when you made the, the proposal, you knew who it was, and then afterwards you got confused. You had too many Luchaims afterwards, they forgot. You knew at the moment, but then you forgot. Now the words kind of fit. It doesn't say, ain't you do it. It says, it, does, it says that you don't know, but it doesn't say it's not known. It just means that right now you don't know. Shmamina. Okay. So then the more has a different question, though. So then, if you, don't, if you used to know, and now you don't, and you can't marry her, the other guy can't marry her, so that makes sense. They both give divorces. So isn't that obvious? So the more said, you're right. It is obvious. It's obvious if you're not sure who your wife is, and uh, someone else isn't sure, they both have to give divorces so these ladies can be free. So what is it coming to teach you? Uh, so the Gemara answers safer Yitzchakli for the next case. Let's say again, two men get married to two sisters, but they confuse the two, and so they don't know which one. It's possible the other one is their wife and not this one, and each one of these brothers dies, and each one of these brothers has a brother. So now the brothers have to do yibam, but they're not sure who their brother's wife was, which of the two sisters. So, and these women can't remarry until they get chalitza. 
So each brother gives chalitza. Uh, are we working on whether you can do one thing and knock out two, kill two birds with one stone still? Or is that, this is something totally different? Now. This is so, totally different. This is just, when you get engaged, is it only engaged if at that moment you got engaged, you were then able to follow up and take the woman? Okay. So our question here is, if you had no idea who was your wife, right. so why would you be engaged? Because... You can't take a woman if you don't know. Are you my wife? What was the kid's book? Are you my mommy? Right? Is that? I, I didn't know if it was like one chalitza would knock out both of the but the the suffolk and the real one. Well, okay. So the not, one of them, if she was married to his brother, then she's free. But what about if the other one was married to the brother? That's what I'm saying. So that you need well, customer, I guess. That's what that's what I'm asking really. Well, what chalitza done to the right person? You could, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, yesterday we were joking. Well, we got the left shoe or the right shoe, you know. That's uh, but uh, it, each each woman has to pull the shoe off the guy, so it's already off after the first one. So you can't have them like. I guess you're asking like, but let both of them pull it together and let them oh, both spin or that. that. I was thinking one pull it off for both of them because one's a suffix. We don't really. Know oh, I see. Can one of them do it? That's an interesting question. That's oh, okay. That's, that's a great question. That's what I was uh, let one of them do it and say, if I'm the one that needs the chalitza, then I'm... I don't know if you could do chalitza as the shliach. Can you be a shliach? See, that would be a proof, though, that right, what you right, could do, right. kill two birds with one stone. Yes, yes, Previously, yeah. That's how, that's so, how so, my brain was. Oh, I, I got you. So, I don't know about that. That's a fascinating question. Mm. Okay, but anyway, so uh, the, uh, this one says each one gives chalitza. Uh, now... Now, what happens if one of the, there one of them has one brother, uh, and one of them has um, has two brothers? One second, no, not two brothers. What's this case? So they're not brothers. These two. Um, yeah, there's two brothers. So. As we turn to today's page, so one of the brothers, uh, uh, not one of the brothers, one of the sisters, one of the brothers of the, the two men died, and one man left one brother. So that one brother will give chalitza to both women because he's not sure which one was married to his brother. Now the two brothers uh, that are left, so Echad Cholitz, it's two brothers and two women. So one brother uh, could give chalitza to one woman, and then the other brother now would be free to do yibam to the other uh, sister. Because if she's, uh, if she's the one that was married to his brother, so then great, he's all set. And if she's not the one married to his brother, either way, she's free now because she got, um, she got chalitza from her, her, um, her husband's brother. So... Now, if these brothers went ahead without making sure Chalitza was given first, so since we don't know, we can't force them to separate. But the Chalitza has to be done first, so they're free. But if they would first marry the woman, and then have the Chalitza given, that wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Because if you do even before this woman had Chalitza from the other man, it might be Somebody else is Yavama, and you don't want to do that. Okay, the bottom line is we didn't prove our rule uh, because this case, they perhaps knew in the beginning who their wife was, and so potentially they could have uh, taken her, 
but uh, uh, they got mixed up afterwards. So back to the drawing board. Well, correct. So either it's a mitzvah of yibum or it's a woman who's eligible. Uh, but it's not forbidden. What? Correct. Correct. That's right. That's correct. It's really a suffix yibum. Tashma. The Tani Tviumi. Tviumi learned the following. There's one man with five sons and a lady, another man with five daughters, right? You know, you know something's brewing over here, right? And the two of them are drinking at the scotch party. So, so one of them says, you know what? I got five daughters. You got five sons. How about if you give me one of your daughters to one of my sons? And uh, then they, uh, that's the last thing they remember. So they don't know which son or which daughter. So call achas achas Every one of those five daughters is going to need a get. So umes mehan. And then if one of them dies, one of the brothers dies. Call achas. Each one is going to need four gets and one chalitza. mehan. So how can the, the, this marriage have worked over here if they didn't know which son married to which daughter? Nobody can go can go to have relations with a woman because maybe you're not the son and maybe this isn't the daughter. So according to the rule of of uh, Rav that uh, Kedushin has to be eligible to be married. So uh, how how does this case work out? The key well, tema. They have one chalitza and they don't know which one is which. How do they know which one is which? Each, um, each brother would give the chalitza. Oh, so there's more than one. Yeah, yeah. Five, there's five boys and five girls. So, but um, in this case, how if they didn't know, how can and maybe let's give the answer we gave to the previous cases. Maybe they knew which brother and which and which uh, girl initially. It was so nizar, but then they got drunk and they forgot. Right? Uh, they they didn't remember. Ha But if you look at the words of the proposal, it doesn't say which sister. It said one of your daughters la so potentially, if, he, if, if we don't know which son got married to which daughter, so nobody can go ahead and take a wife over there. So you see clearly, Chufta to Rabbi Chufta. This proves Rabbi was incorrect. That's that 25, 25 combination. <laughs> yeah, correct. That's five, right. Five squares. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's uh, going to keep the scribes busy on that one. So, uh, but you see from the fact that we consider them married, that they need a divorce, Rava said you're not considered married unless you could take the wife. And in that case, we don't know which son, we don't know which daughter. So we, this is the upshlag of Rava. Rava said, Kedushin Mesur Labia is not Kedushin, because he said Ubala, the Torah emphasizes you have to be able to take her for relations. And here you see, not like that. So this, uh, the one who argued with Rava was Abaye. Abaye and Rava argued throughout Shas. And typically, Rava was the one who was always accepted. Halacha is like Rava, except for six cases. And this, this is the southern cases, Ya'al. <laughs> Ya'al Kagam are the six cases. So um, uh, Shalom Ya'al. This, these are the six. Uh, so th- this is one of those famous six cases that we don't agree with Rava. We agree with Abaye. So the six cases are the Ya'al, those are six letters, Kagam, and uh, this, um, the K, the, on the second word, the Kagam is Kedushin Masur and Labia. So in this case, Rava was proved incorrect, that even Rava said that if somebody proposes to a woman where he doesn't know who she is, or is not eligible to take her as a wife, 
it's not even married. Even if they accepted the money and everything, it doesn't matter. Rava says Kedushin has to be eligible to have Bia afterwards. But you see from here, not like Rava, so this is one of the Yal Kagams, uh, not like Rava. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we say that each brother has to give each, 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 each boy has to give each girl a get? Everybody has to give them to everybody? Uh, that was what Michael was asking about. I didn't go into that case very much. Um, if you don't know which son and you don't know which daughter, correct. They gave, I guess they gave, yeah, no, they gave the pruta. The, the, the one father said, I got all these eligible boys, you got all these eligible girls, here. Here's the ring. The father says, well, I took it, I'll, give, I'll take this on behalf of one of my daughters. It really was never consummated. This is strictly uh, engagement. Yeah, correct. That's right. right. But because it's an engagement that couldn't lead That's to right. being consummated, because he didn't say which, which daughter and which... Uh, um, so, uh, there, therefore, that doesn't stand. Okay, moving along. So then we get finally to the case of our Mishnah with the guy and the fig tree and the five wives. So, Omarab, so what do we learn from that story? Big, the story of the Mishnah. Um, the, there's five, five girls standing there, and he, he's anxious to have a whole bunch of wives. And he doesn't have any money, so they said, no problem, it's a sabbatical year, and he picks the figs, and, he, and one of the girls says, well, I've got to give a fig to each of you. No, 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 no. One of the girls was eligible to, as a messenger to receive the marriage proposals for all of them, and so uh, the problem was two of them were sisters. So he only gets three out of five. That was the case of the Mishnah. Omar, Rav Shaman, Asnisa, and Arba. There's four rules you can learn from our Mishnah, but Nakit Rav Yadazla. Rav agreed with three out of four. So what are these rules? Shmamina, number one, that you can use something of the sabbatical year. Really, the sabbatical year, nobody owns. But I guess once you pick it up, it's yours. Wait, but in the Shemitah, you don't have to be an ani. It's for anybody. It's, it's for anybody. Not even an but right. once you got it, it's yours. Once you pick it up. And it's <laughs> so much yours, you can get married with it. So that's, that's one thing you see from that story. How does it have value? Um... Nobody else has got figs. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's no market for it. It's all... Well, there is. That, as, because you picked it and brought it to... You know, it was on a tree, and so you had to climb the tree and knock it off. And, uh, and your, your time invested in it? it yeah, it's worth it. Right, well... Rashi says here it's, it's, it's that you, you would have thought maybe that you have to eat it. I, I guess Michael's asking, since they're not. free and anybody could grab it, who would pay for it? Right. But it's not, it's not unlimited. It's not what? It's not unlimited. I mean, there's still a limited amount of it. Right, you think value is worth a little less because it's easier to get? I'm saying what value, it has no value. Cause why is it no value? Because there's no value. It's, it's a... Yeah, but they're not going to last, right? They're, they're going to go out. Right? Did, did you ever get an esrog to, uh, during the sabbatical year from Israel? Remember the Kohl <laughs> gave it to you for free? Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I think they charge for the delivery or whatever that is. Yeah, I thought the question might be, you know, you're doing a Kenyan with it. You're sort of like doing business with it. Are you, Kedushin is a kind of a business transaction in a sense. So I thought that would be the question. I see. I see. Yeah. So I guess that's part of what we learned from here is that you can be Mikadish with it. That would go into what it teaches us. Okay. That's one thing you see. Number nine, Shmamei Kedusha Begesel, Now, the, he has to own it. The Mishnah says that... Uh, if, now, if you steal something and propose, that won't work. I feel the gezel today, even if it's hers, it's stolen from her. How do you see that? Mamai, from the words, 
Shelehem Haista, that this was their field. Vishoshviyas Haista. Time it is Shviyas to Hefkehu. The reason that he can propose with it is that Shviyas doesn't belong to them. Ha Sharshne Shvua. What happens if it was the, uh, during, not during the sabbatical year? And he went and he stole their fruits. And he says, you want to get engaged? And he gives them their fruits back. That wouldn't have worked. Shmamina. Um, so you see from here. Uh, so They should have used the case of an Ani picking pay or something like yeah, that. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, they could have used that kind of case too. Yeah. Uh, but, you see that, uh, but you see that it can't be stolen. Okay, and what's the third thing? That one woman can accept a marriage proposal for the other woman even if it's to the same guy who she just got married to. That's the Kiddush over here. I feel Normally, you don't trust a co-wife because uh, it's a, a terrible uh, rivalry <coughs> to have to share a husband. <coughs> so maybe uh, you can only accept marriage for your, if you accepted yourself to marry the guy. You can't be a messenger to also uh, uh, allow for another woman to be married to the guy. So you see from our Mishnah that that works. So um, what's the fourth case? Uh, the Kedushin Sheimusur Labia. Over here, he didn't know which of the sisters he would take. Uh, and well, he wanted all of them, I thought. Right. So the fact that you see that uh, um, that, that that that's the case that uh, Rav um, uh, Rav didn't agree with uh, with that Rav. Right. That's the case that the this was the this was the question that Rav didn't agree with. Rav said Kedushin Sheimusur Labia won't work, but you see from this case that it would have worked. I have an extra mishum disfekale, so um, uh, so why didn't he say this is a source from that? And the answer is mishum disfekale ika baya ika rava. We're not sure if the halacha was like a baya or like rava in this. Okay, kisolok ribzera. Now ribzera went up to Eretz Israel. Omer lahaishmaisa commander of Yochanan. He said this teaching in front of Yochanan. Omer le mi omer rav hachi. Did rav say from here these rules? Vahu lo Omer, he didn't um, he didn't agree with this rule of that you can get, propose to somebody with something stolen. For Omer Rav Yochanan, Gezel, they told us to uh, Rav Yochanan about these three teachings that we learned from here, and he said, "Did Rav say that?" So that implied that he didn't agree. But our Gemara's question is, Vahu lo Omer, didn't Rav Yochanan himself agree uh, to this rule that you can't propose with something stolen? If something is stolen and the original owner still hopes to get it back, neither one, the original owner or the crook, can use it. Why is that? In other words, the original owner says, I got money, but somebody took it. So I want to propose to you when we catch the crook, I'll give it to you, right? So that doesn't work because since you don't have it now, you can't propose with it. And the crook can't propose with it because it's not his. So you see, Rabbi Yochanan agreed to this concept that you can't, you, must, um, you can't propose with something stolen. So why did he say, did Rav really say that? So the more answer to Kavasi. He said, wow, Rav agreed with me? I didn't think he did. <laughs> okay, that's what he meant. Mesve, uh, so. the more has a question. Um, before we go, let's see the top tosus. Uh, just an interesting story. If the and the of like a I love these gemaras because you always think it never happened. So guess what? It happened. So 
So in front of Rabbeinu Tam, the, the son of Reb Osha Halevi, there was somebody named Reb Osha Halevi, Shekidish Bash Osirechad. He wanted to marry the daughter of a rich guy. There's always a rich guy involved over here. That makes the Shidduch. And he says, Bitka Mikudeshesli. He said, um, I, here, take this. He gets him nice and drunk. And he gives him a ring and says, your daughter will be married to me. Below Pirish Plonius Bitka. And he didn't say which daughter. So, um, really didn't care. Just to marry a rich girl. Yeah. That's right. Whichever one you want to give me. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, and so we just said, of um, Omar Rabbeinu Tam, the Kudeshis. Uh, and Rabbeinu Tam said, well, guess what? They're married. One of them, at least. One of them. And not only if um, they, what happens if before they made the proposal, they were talking about which girl they were going to marry? And then they got engaged. Um, the Daita there, clearly you know which one. If you didn't have a previous discussion about this girl, and you said, that daughter. Uh, so, which daughter is it? The Sherish Yisrael Lo Yasa Ave Lo we, we assume that they wouldn't do such a thing. Um, our, our question is, why would it be a marriage if you don't know which one? He wants to say we would automatically know it's the oldest of the daughters. Because of the love it rule. You said that Not yesterday with the that's, that's, that's how you right. answered Steve yesterday. Yeah, that's right. That's the, would you assume that? Uh, now he argued with her, He says, It's like one sister. Wouldn't you assume it's the older? Why, why were we unsure about which sister? Wouldn't it have been the older one? Because uh, if that's the rule, He only says it's for a get. So the question here is, the fact that people typically marry the older daughter first, would that tell you if you were unsure which one, would, would you be able to assume it was the older one? Just ask Yaakov Avinu if that worked out, right? If that's the older one or not. Okay, anyways, back no, to... I'm saying, but for some, why can't you just say whichever... On the other hand, like Steve was saying yesterday, Bray, from Brera, whichever girl mm. will accept the proposal. Right, what if they and both then we'll accept? see. <laughs> right. yeah. Retroactively, whichever that's the one. Whichever one says yes. <laughs> right, right. Okay, anyways, back to the more. But there, there was such a case. Okay. And they were married and lived happily ever after. I guess so, according to Rebbeinu <laughs> Tam. But what can they end? It says Rebbeinu Tam of Chayzeh. Oh, because after being a time chosebo, right? He didn't didn't want to pass in that one. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. back to the Gemara five lines down. Oh, below Avaruvda. Yeah, uh, five uh, five lines. Mace say, I guess they did live happily ever after. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, right, so, he has a question. Whatever. Yeah. Tesis has a question. Yeah. Yeah. Mace say, Mor has a question. <laughs> it's not a very good start if a guy proposes to a woman with uh, it was either stolen. Or it was expropriated, you know. That's when you're giving me that ring, and I'll uh, and he drops the money on the table. Ubegeneva, oh shechat of selami, or he stole it from her. Bekitchu, so mikudeshes, it works. So, so hasam agesli da. Over there, it says that even if he stole from her, banuktani sefa, oh shechat of selam mishalaf. But from the fact that the second case it belonged to her. That implied in the first case, uh, the Begezah the Alma. It's almost like Chassan and Kala were playing a game, you know, like um, 
uh, that, uh, you know, she was thought, that, how, how romantic, you know, he took my thing, giving it back to me, and so she accepted it. So it's a kind of question exactly how that worked. But you see from the second case that the first case, it was not from her. Uh, so, and how could it work? We just said that stolen, um, that stolen things you can't propose with. So the Gemara answered, Perushik and Mefarish. We, we, in one case, it explained the other. Kate said, what's the case? He stole the money from her. And But our Mishnah said, even if it belongs to her, So can you steal the, from your fiancé and propose to her or not? We have a contradiction as we turn the page. It depends on if she knew you first. If they had already talked about getting married to him, and he takes it from her and gives it back, then it works. If she doesn't know who he is, and he steals it, so then she just accepts it to get her money back. Uh, so, um, a second line from the top, Rashi, they made a shidduch, she agreed to be married to him. The key, Kabbalah Gezli when she gets her stolen item, B'Shem Kedushin Achalisei. Then she's getting it yeah, as then a. Then why are we calling it stealing? It was just a matana minasla hachzir. Sort of, stealing. sort of. Uh, I, I read a famous person whose parents wouldn't let them get married unless the wife had a certain amount of money that, as a dowry. So what he did was he gave her his bank account, and then I think it was Joseph Herman or whatever, and all for the boss. He gave her the money, and then she gave, and then he told his parents, "Oh look, she has the, uh, she's I, I married a rich girl. Okay, we'll, we'll agree to the marriage, and then." Uh, um, but there, there's some, sometimes some of that goes on. But at the end of the day, she's agreeing to... Uh, yeah. okay. Was she okay with him taking her money to begin with? That I don't know. Uh, but she accepted the proposal. Hahi Isisa, there was that woman, She was washing her feet in a white basin. Don't ask me why we need to know that. Asahu Gavra, a man came along, he steals some money from his buddy and he hands it to her and he says... He says, here, will you marry me? So, um, uh, so we didn't know if she took the money. She did, I guess she took the money. So now the man goes in front of, uh, and then uh, he goes to marry her, and she doesn't unlock the door. She says, get out of here. You, you know. so, so he went in front of Rava, and he said, am I married to this woman? Why aren't we... Uh, Worried about the dinner of Rav Shimon, that the owner gave up hope of getting it back, and then it would belong to you, and then, um, uh, then it would be a good marriage. So he says, "No, we're not. We're not worried about that." If you if you say when you steal money, do you become the owner of it? So it depends on if the owner thinks he'll get it back. If the owner never gives up hope, then it still belongs to him. It's still stolen, and then the marriage proposal doesn't work. But if the owner gave up hope, if there's real yish. I'm never going to see that money again. So then it would be a good proposal. Another case. There was that sharecropper, the Kaddish Mezuzah, the Shimki. He got engaged with onions. He was in an onion field. So Asa Kameda Rava, he went in front of Rava, he says, Am I married? So the problem was, these onions were on somebody else's field that he was working, uh, and usually he has to split the crops. So he said to him, when you gave the woman the onion, half the onion belonged to the owner of the field. Man, who who divided that for you? You had no right to give Rashi. 
You can't propose to somebody with a ring that's half owned by somebody else. Bahani mi bamusa. That's only uh, where you have these onions. Avo kisha. But they, there were two ways to do the sharecropping. One was where they um, divided everything, and another was where they made um, uh, stocks. They made um, uh, they they bound a whole bunch together in bundles. So a bundle you typically wouldn't split. It was like the sharecropper took one bundle and the owner took one bundle. So if he proposed uh, with a kisha, kikishu, that would work. Another case. There was a, uh, a beer maker and he gave her the dregs. <laughs> he gave her the, uh, the dregs of the beer. Like Kayan. I guess so. Uh, After you get the beer, whatever's left. Spent grain, that's right. I guess it has a value. Asa mara de shikra ashkeke omerle. So now, oh, it gets worse. Is there any use for that? One second, it gets worse. He wasn't the owner of the beer. And he needed to propose to this woman, and she was going to accept. So he, he went next door to the beer maker, took the guy's dregs, and gave it to her. And says, will you marry me? And she says, yes. And she, she takes the dregs. But the problem is he doesn't own them. So uh, then he decides to go to the owner of the beer maker to see if he's upset with him. So uh, Amrile, so the owner of the beer maker said, Amilo Tosa, if you were going to get engaged, why didn't you give her the good dregs at least? Uh, so that sounds like the owner retroactively agreed to give him the dregs. So is that good or not? So also come to Rava. They asked this the question to Rava. Amrava says, no. But don't we see he agreed because he said you should have taken even better dregs. So that, that case is a famous case of truma, where a person has a messenger that gave truma, and he said, why didn't you give better? So over there we say he really meant it. You should have given the better truma. We say that by truma. What's that case? Even if the, if the worker took off truma without asking you, it still works. A guy goes into his neighbor's field with lack of vitorum and he takes off truma shalom brushus. So im chashish mishum gezel. If that guy isn't allowed to be in this field, ain't truma so truma, then his separating truma form won't work. The im lav, but if they're good neighbors, and uh, yeah, we try, of course, he's my buddy, he can take truma for me. So then uh, the truma works. So manayin hayyadei im chashish mishum gezel im lav. But how do you know if the neighbor would mind if you go down to his field and can take some truma for the calling who's passing by? When the owner comes and says, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, I was just picking, giving the coin. You should have given him better. If there really is better, so then you say he wasn't being sarcastic. Then truma su truma. But what happens if he gave away the best of his field to the Kohen and he said you, you couldn't find anything better to give him? What's the matter with you? Then it's no good. Um, now, if the owner says, let's help, I'll help you give more, ben kai, then it's truma. Over here, he was embarrassed that, you know, I feel bad, you had to take the dregs, and so he just meant, ben but really, it's no good. Is there, the model never knew what grade he, the, the got. What he gave him, right, yeah. Right, all he, right. Well, did he know or did he not know? Well, whether, he whether, he should have gone there. In other words, he had different piles. Seemingly, right. Yeah, different Michael's asking, did he know like which dregs were sharper or which ones weren't good? Well, or see, he said he should have gone to the better dreg. It sounded like that, no, right? No, but... no, no. Oh, see, so I was, I was hearing that is, is uh, just like um, a general statement. 
because the, the guy that took it was indicating that he took a lesser grade of something to give. Right? Is that... I, well, just... Yeah, yeah apparently. Right. right. So he so, said so that. He, if you were going to get married already, you should have... Uh, but does that but mean really that he know. really agreed or he just... You took it already, so right. I'm going to say, like, you know... All right. So, so seemingly there's a you... That's what it sounds like. It's yeah, like, it's like there's a use for it. There's, a, there's another there's use. An, it, it, it's a commodity, yeah, animals. They, they, it's, and it's a big... Here's what I was hearing in this is the guy that's making the beer needs to get rid of that stuff. That's the difference in right, that, that that's case what that's the previous. That's what the Israels yeah. do. What is it? They sell somebody's garbage and then they sell it to the farmers. Well, so they, they, they're making fertilizer. That's what I'm saying. They take somebody's dregs and then they turn it into but something. It's that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's a similar thing. Here, you take the dregs and they turn it into another business. He uses the word sharper, like you should have taken the sharper dregs, like a stronger flavor or something. I don't know, maybe you can still use them. Mehai um, Karifa. Uh, you should have taken Mehai Oh, these dregs are better. This is a Rashi. Rashi says, Yeshu toiv mechaverish, enough to It wasn't used as much. Uh-huh. I see. Where's that Rashi? Mehai Karifa? Yeah. Mehai Karifa, yeah. On top of Bob Messiah, based in the margin. Oh, okay. Right on top of Bob Messiah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeshu to, apparently, yeah. Let's see that Rashi. Uh, the, uh, this is about the dregs. So, taken from this sharp one, apparently Rashi says, Rashi, by the way, was a vinter, so he knew all that. They think it's the same. Yeshu who told me, there's some dregs better than others. They didn't add the water so much. Oh, you can still use them again. Reuse your dregs. For the. Uh, these were, uh, I don't know if dreg is the right word. This, this, then this is something other date than remnant. beer. Date remnants, yeah. What? Oh, so that's one date. Well, they made date beer. Mm. So apparently you'd soak, use something from the dates to make the beer, but you can use them more than once. Oh. So he was saying you should have given him, given her, if you're giving her the other dregs, they, there's more use out of those. Okay, back, new mission. And they're worth more money, you mean? Yeah, he was saying, you, you know, if you're getting engaged, be a sport, give her some good dregs, you know, it's a new Mishnah. HaMakadosh Bechoko, you're a Kohen, and uh, all you got is your Halik in the base of Mikdash. So you propose to the woman, and you say, I'll give you some of my holy stuff. Even though the Kohen is allowed to eat it, it's not his, it belongs to Hashem. But Meister Shani, what happens if you have Meister Shani? Now, do you own the mice? It's your Meister Shani, but really there also you are taking it from Hashem's table. What? So, uh, Ramir says that doesn't work. Rabbi Yudas says, If you did it by mistake, but if you did it on purpose, it would work. What about Hegdish? You own Hegdish. If you did it on purpose, then it works. You might be in trouble, but it works. So we're talking about three kinds of holy stuff you would have. If you're a Kohen, you have your stuff from the Avoda. If you're a regular Jew, you have your Meister Shani money. And then the third case was a regular Jew that happened to have Hegdish. Rabbi Yudah Meshog Kiddush Kiddush. And we'll have to see all of these halachas now in the Gemara. So the first case was the Kohen is giving his uh, Avoda stuff to, the, to this woman. Name, the Mishnah doesn't sound like Rabbi Yosei Agli, Tanya. Rabbi Yosei Agli says, there's a sin from stealing from Hashem. Umol ba Hashem l'rabos kachim kalim shehem amona diver ebiosi haglili. He says um, the kachim uh, kalim uh, uh, is considered belonging to the owner. 
uh, even though most korbanas don't belong to you, he says the holy light does belong to the owner. So if it belongs to you, why can't you propose to a woman? There are different kinds of korbanas. Some korbanas, all of them get burnt. It's like a, uh, an ola. And then there's a shlamim, uh, what's called kachim kalim. You just take a little bit of fat that you wouldn't eat anyways, and you throw that on the mizbeach, and the rest of it is all yours for a steak party. So why can't you give the woman a steak? You know, why can't well, you give her a side of beef? She can't get into the base of mikdash. Uh, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. So, uh, but according to Rabbi Yosef Glili, uh, that's really yours. So the mis- it implies the mission doesn't fit with That's when the animal is still alive, it's considered yours. But after it's shechted, it belongs to Hashem. Because you're getting it from Hashem's table. They cannot be tied Your portion being kashin kashin kalim, your chalik sounds like the animal's already been shechted. So again, the Gemara wanted to bring a proof like uh, uh, we said that if you propose to a woman with your holy light animal, it, it's not a, you didn't give her anything. The Gemara says, wait a second, like Rabbi Yosef Gulili, you did. The answer is, even Rabbi Yosef Gulili, it's only before the animal's been shechted that it belongs to you. After it's been shechted, even though you get it back, it's considered coming from Hashem's table, and it's not considered yours. So now we get a famous story. After Rameir died, um, uh, the, a lot of people studied by Rameir. Um, so Rameir's students wanted to go to the uh, to Rabbi Yehuda to learn by him. So uh, they, Rabbi Yehuda said, don't let any of his students into my classes. He told to his students, I'll he says, don't let Rabbi Meir's students come to our classes, because they're cantankerous. That's that same word, cantankerous same. They, they're not really wanting to learn. They're just trying to catch us. In certain places, that's the people learn where they try to stump you. you know, I, I had, um, in one of my shuls, I had a congregant that always tried to stump the rabbi. You know, that was like his, he felt his role was, Rabbi, you said, I got you. You know, he would look at he would fact check the rabbi, you know, and uh, you had to always show him that he was wrong. But it, he, that was, he felt his glory was if he could only get the rabbi on, you know, tell everybody, oh, the rabbi was wrong about this, right? So uh, he, he said, those students, that's their goal. So Dachach Sumkus Venikna. Sumkus came in, he, even though he wasn't supposed to, he was a student of mayor. Well, you can't stop somebody from, you know, he snuck in. So Omerlehem Kachshanuli Rebbe Meir. So he said, "My Rebbe Rebbe taught Hamaktish Hamaktish He says, "If you propose to a woman with holy offerings, it doesn't work." So Rabbi Huda says, "Who said uh, one of Rebbe's students? What's one of Rabbi Meir's students doing here?" Cost Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda got angry. He said to his other students. What you didn't do your job, boy. I told you keep them out of here. And what's my proof that they're not trying to learn? There's no women in the base of Migdush. How the the the, the Karbanos can't leave the base of Migdush. So how how are you going to propose to a woman to give her holy meat unless the woman happened to be in the base of Migdush? There's no women in the base of Migdush. So clearly, Rabbi Meir's students are just out to make trouble. So I told you, they asked those kind of questions. Omer Rabbi Yossi. So the problem was that uh, the whole class got disrupted. So Rabbi Yossi said, what are we going to do now? Yomar Meir Shachar, the great Rabbi Meir died, so he can't answer that question. 
the great Rabbi Yehuda, he's angry that his students didn't do a better job of keeping out the, uh, the, the Remeir students. Yossi Shasak, I'm going to sit here and be quiet. Divrei Torah, Matei Eleim. If I sit here and, and don't explain it, like, um, so then no Torah will be learned today in the base Medris. Um, so he answered the following. First of all, you don't need to have the woman there. If the woman is a minor, then the father who's, a, uh, who's in the Azara can accept the, the money goes to the father. So that's first of all. The, and so you could have that case. So that wasn't a case that was impossible and just there to start up with. That's a real case. Who, and who's bringing this up? Rabbi Yossi. A student of Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he's, he's reinstating he's, the question. Yeah. Right, right, right. But ain't Isha also And also, couldn't the woman have had somebody else get her some Kohen meat, the Kabak Dushimazora? Oh, Doctor, what? And also, what happens if she did sneak in? Yantel. You know, what happens if the woman uh, got in there? Uh, so, um, so, mine. So let's see the Tosus here, bottom Tosus. The Ki Isha Bazora. And I'm Pirsha Kuntris, ain't Isha Nicknes Bazora. Rashi says the women typically wouldn't go into the base of Mikdash. Well, I mean, unless you've got to sleep. Hold on, a pair of Kalim, below Doc. Tosu says Rashi was imprecise. That's a nice way of saying that he made it, he goofed. Below <laughs> Doc. He didn't look into this very well. Delo Ashka, it was his grandfather too, so you better be careful what he said. Delo Ashka, Bishum, Dukta, Nanasha, Masur's Lakan is bizarre. He says, who said women couldn't come in? Shai, a pair of Kalim, a Kalim, a Kel, Kodish men, or Shane, Tommy, made the Gisham. That's where Yisrael, it doesn't say women were forbidden to go in. It says that women could shecht a korban. So so if they could shecht, you had to get into the base of Migdash to shecht. So obviously a woman could come in. Your question, Rabbi, Sota and Nazir, Nikneses Bazar, the Sota and the Nazir could go in. Lahanif, to wave. So, uh, therefore, he doesn't understand Rashi. It wasn't that common today. It's kind of embarrassing that he, he yeah, doesn't have... He happens to be a slave today at that time. <laughs> and, and, and he doesn't have any money, right? I don't know why he'd want to get engaged to a sota, right? It's not so common. Okay, we'll stop here at this uh, tosus.